With the Everly Brothers, how about television? I, You know, you made quite a few appearances on Shindig. I think one of the best things for you people that ever happened, maybe you were not cognizant of it as I was uh, as a viewer, and that is that showcase they did on the Everly Brothers songs, I think was a... Uh, it was a thing you fellows should have, you know, on tape because it was beautiful. You know, did you on ever see Shindig? Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil was uh, very friendly with the producer of Shindig, and we did. I think we did the pilot. We uh, uh, we did their first show. The um, uh, Jim O'Neill, the MC of the show, right. and uh, Jack Good, the producer, were uh, two of my best friends, and uh, they called us. We were in somewhere in the Midwest, and they called us and said, "Would you please come in and do it?" And we did it with uh, Sam Cooke. Right. And, the late uh, Sam Cooke. Mm-hmm. And that was the original show. It's what they sold, sold the show. Was the Righteous Brothers on that one, too? I think so. They were regulars at the time on, on the show. But the, the show that I was thinking of was when they did a sort of a, a discography of the Everly Brothers. I mean, it was great big pictures. I mean, maybe this was later on, you know. Yeah. I, I don't really remember. It. We, <laughs> no, well, of course you do so much and you travel so much, you can't remember. <clears throat> Speaking of that, though, do you have any plans for... I know permanent TV seems to hurt an artist's record sales. I know, like Andy Williams, since the show's been going, his record sales have been diminishing. This happened to Pat Boone and uh, other people. Do you have anything in the way of uh, specials or a series or movies or what coming uh, up? In the works now, there are uh, two or three scripts. Uh, uh, we're supposed to get one while we're up here to read. and uh, it um, We may be doing a series, but I don't think it'll be a, a, a musical series as, like, as the Andy Williams show or the... Uh, uh, Pat Boone uh, shows anything like that, but because uh, we're thinking about just doing some some sort of acting, uh, bad probably is what we'll be doing. But uh, we're thinking about it very seriously right now. There's one thing though. Do you not agree that with a series, I think it's destructive to a, uh, record sales, and maybe the reason is people say, "Well, I can see him anyway. Why buy uh, the record?" I, I think this is true also, but I think that uh, uh, like in Andy's particular case, I believe he's going after a different market. Mm-hmm, true. Uh, not so much as a, a a singles market as an album market. But I've noticed that it it has had an effect, like on a on a truly pop singer like Pat Boone. That yes, he, yeah. his demise was particularly due to television. I, I think. think the same thing happened to Eddie Fisher too. If you remember really? the old Coca Cola show, right? I sure do. Dave Robbins was the MC on that, a fellow that I had the opportunity of meeting. Anyway, with the with all of the songs you have here, so many of them. Uh, items like Till I Kissed You and things. Do you have any particular favorites? I mean, records that you were pleased with and happy with yourself, regardless of the sales. Things that love you guys really loved. Pardon? Love is strange. The old Mickey and Sylvia thing yeah. from 57. We, uh, that was also number, like number two in England, and but didn't get off the ground that much here. But uh, we've, uh, it's, we like, uh, like, I like it in particular. It's got a message. It's bluesy, isn't it? Yeah. You, you guys really uh, go for the sort of the blues sound. I think it's yeah, a, a thing you do well. Yeah, thank you. It's a, in a way we uh, gotten so we do that more than uh, not like in our second set. We like to put a lot of easiness uh, uh, in the show rather than uh, kind of hard things. But you know a song that I particularly like and I hear it very uh, rarely because I don't play our records at home. I can't stand them. <laughs> But is Lightning Express out of the songs our daddy taught us? I don't know why, but that happens to be one of my favorite. Always was when I was a kid. Matter of fact, that was a freak thing. There was a hit out of that album. Not freak, just unique is what I'm trying to say. And uh, I'm trying to think of the name of uh, I think the song. It, it could have been it. <clears throat> no, I, well, here anyway. This minute I'm looking for it in my little card here of all of your material here. Which one was it? Oh, uh, oh something about... Uh, Oh, this is dumb, Bob. I'll cut this. Not here to get my baby out of jail. <clears throat> That's right, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We get requests uh, for those kind of things. It's kind of difficult to do sometimes in a club or concert because it's not very quiet. This is a thing. Uh, when my wife and I were down watching your performance, 
And she said, they must really ask them this if you're interviewing them. And I said, I will. And I just thought of it now. And so I will. Here we go. Do you not get bugged by people insisting that you do your old bag over and over and over again? All the records like Bye Bye Love, Wake Up Little Susie. You know, that's a thing. You know, it's been like some of those songs we've been singing for like nine years or eight years. And it, the, the, the way to, that you can keep them new to you is, is, is by singing them to the people. Uh, it's the audience that makes them new. It's not the song itself or the way you're doing it. It's the reaction and the feeling you'll get from an audience. And that's what that's what that's why I like. If to you perform. really, you know, if you begin to think that the audience generally runs, you know, if they start yelling for a certain song or one of the right, you know, like "Wake Up Susie" or "Bye Bye Love," if you really get that feeling, they really want to hear it. You'll you'll do it and enjoy doing it. But otherwise, just to walk out and do just to walk out for really the sake get of to you. just showcasing them, it's not much fun. In fact. We're going to start limiting on television some the amount of mm. those songs they want because every time we go on television they'll say sing bye bye love bird dog all after a stream <laughs> right right <laughs> right down the list and we'll say you know i can't do i don't you know just so much of those you should do i think in the warner brothers bag getting away from the old uh, cadence record uh, thing here some some items that were very big here crying in the rain that's old-fashioned kathy's clown naturally was a was a giant Walk Right Back is one that I've always particularly liked, and if I am correct in my thinking here, composed by Sonny Curtis, am I right? right? What is Sonny doing now, anyways? He... He's working on a television show, uh, Swinging Country. Swinging Country. Huh. He's in a band. I know, I know that you all, uh, the, the two of you, y'all, <laughs> live in uh, Los Angeles now. Is there sort of a, a group of people from either Texas or uh, the South that are all there? There seems to be. There is, know? especially from Texas and uh, in Tennessee. I think that Texas was responsible, a lot of people aren't aware of it, but Texas was responsible for an awful lot of music that uh, affected the pop scene back in 57 through Buddy Holly, Buddy Knox, Jimmy Bowen, right. uh, Sonny Curtis, the Crickets, and all these people. And the influence is still there because Jimmy Bowen <coughs> is doing a um, uh, and r at, at Repose, <coughs> which is you know, all those. That's unbelievable because I can remember Jimmy Bowen when he played a very bad bass. Yeah, and he was the guy bass. that would tell you, <laughs> you know, I play a bad bass. bass. He and would he, ride it across stage. And he, he sang flat. And I was thinking, I'm sticking with you. But he's a nice guy. Mentioning uh, <coughs> touring around the world, as the Everly Brothers have been able to see much of the world, have you been to Vietnam yet? Yes, we were in Saigon for one day. We. Uh, uh, with well, like one day, I think it was about total 24 hours, but it was quite uh, spooky, really. I think it would uh, be. Both of you are ex-Marines, or yes. one of you stand by I'm reserve. still in the reserves. The, uh, but the really odd part of that thing, we, we carry uh, a band with us, you know, and a road manager and all, and we had we always have around 20, 24 pieces of luggage. At that time, we had, about, I think, we had 24 pieces, and we were leaving on the plane, and we had 25. And nobody could figure out where the extra bag came from because it came out of the cars that we were riding in. The military police said, we said, that's not our bag, you know, and the military <coughs> police says, let's get it out of here because they didn't know what was in it, you know. And they made the cab driver drive it away. It served him right, I think. Cause he well, did you perform it. there? Yes, yes. we, uh, we uh, it was a benefit for a orphanage that was uh, being sponsored by the Air Force Base, Tansanut Air Force Base in Saigon. And we landed right at the Air Force Base and stayed in a private home overnight and had uh, stakes with at the mess hall or members of the mess there could <laughs> you hear the guns or anything yeah, off right, in the yes, you could you could see uh, you could hear the guns going off in the background and airplanes dropping flares and things we sat on the roof it was about a four-story house no no elevator just stairs and we sat on the roof because we couldn't sleep, really, you know, sort of... Fear. A little bit of fear. You know, a little it bit of apprehension. 
And we sat on the top of the roof and watched the planes fly over and drop the flares and hear the guns going off in the distance. It'd be kind of spooky. And you, did you visit any of the uh, military installations well, or hospitals we, or anything? When we were playing in uh, the Philippines, um, the What's generals... What's the most of the casualties are? Oh, uh, they take them out. Uh, they take them immediately out. And when we, when we were in Manila, the general of um, Clark Air Force Base picked us up and sent us over to uh, the hospital there, and we put a show on at the hospital. As, I, I imagine they were a good audience. It was no, a rewarding it was, experience. Yes, it was. One of the uh, nicest things and one of my fondest memories is that. Uh, also, the Tansanut uh, Air Force Base, because they were hanging in windows and oh, from the rafters, and it was about feeling. 130 degrees inside the building. But uh, I never enjoyed doing a show so much. Uh, is this, uh, you're doing a nightclub routine here in Vancouver at Izzy Supper Club. Uh, how long has it been since you've been doing the nightclub uh, circuit? Usually I remember the Everly Brothers uh, mostly from concerts, even as, well, a year ago, two years ago. You even talked about uh, Vietnam as being concert uh, material. Yeah, well, we still do concerts, but we, uh, we have been doing clubs. Our first club dates were back in 59 and 60. And off and on, we've been doing uh, clubs ever since. You've had a good run here. You've been sold out uh, every day. Of course, uh, being Sunday, the club's not open and uh, you're here. But uh, tomorrow and uh, next week, uh, you put on two shows or three shows or what? Two shows every night, three shows on a Saturday. Three that shows. a family show. And you've show. got uh, another week family. to go yet, right? Yes. Right. So go down, folks, and if you yell loud enough, maybe they'll do Wake Up Little Susie, <laughs> Bird Dog, Bye Bye Love, All I Do Is Dream, or anything like that. Look at Don and Phil. It's, it's been a pleasure seeing you again. I know that you probably don't remember nine years ago, but we at that time met uh, when that great big tour came in with Frankie Avalon, <laughs> Pat's Domino, and all those people. Cast of thousands. Yeah, and it's funny. Everyone's gone their own way, and, uh, and the Everly Brothers keep on going. And I think this is a credit to you, your talents, uh, the fact that lasting power uh, after nine years and you're still selling records and you're still in demand is a credit to to your, uh, yourselves and your talent. Thank you very much. Appreciate and, that. And I hope you guys both make it back to our town again sometime. We hope so. I hope so. Do you hear that, Izzy? Bring him back. <laughs>